Three, uh, two, two, one. Hello. Oh, fucked it. Too loud? Yeah. Hello, this is us. The podcast <laughs> is free to get home. You're listening to me. My name is Michael Higg. My name is Ben Jenkins. We are joined by a guest without <gasps> equal. She's without a claw? What? Without a claw. I said <laughs> without equal. Oh, I you said, <laughs> a clawless guest. I thought you said we're joined by a guest without a claw, which is definitely a way of describing our guest. That's yes. actually so true about yeah. me. It I have so, no claw. It is so true. You, you would know her as a comedian. Mm-hmm. You would know her as a television writer who recently wrote a, um, I would say, very funny uh, Fresh say. Blood. Well, I would. I would say. Uh, a very funny Fresh Blood uh, ABC part that you can now view on iView. What do you say? Um, what it's called, you idiot. It's called Why You Like This. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's uh, Naomi Higgins. Hello. Thank you so much for having me. Um, Welcome, Naomi Higgins. Thank you. I'm very uh, excited. And you're to one be of here. our international guests, all the way from Melbourne. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Flew up here just for this. That is impressive and a lie. Um, <laughs> Welcome. Uh, this is Free to a Good Home. Um, the lo- and, 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 and gentle, wonderful, beautiful, merciful listener. Mm. We, ha- we have had a little bit of time between drinks here. I think. Yes. Um, I've been away. I went to Bendigo, Ben. Oh, yes. Are you named after Bendigo, perhaps? I am. <laughs> Interesting. I am. Um, uh, <laughs> I've nothing to say about that. Wow. I am, and then I'm furious. <laughs> can, I, can I tell you a, a, very, a very quick Bendigo anecdote? Of course you can. Um, so I was there filming this um, thing for... The SBS, yeah, the right, special right. broadcasting. We all, we all work in TV. It's <laughs> special broadcasting service. Congratulations! A about about Chinese stuff. Um, <laughs> That's so broadly. you. Is that, is so you. Yeah. <laughs> the documentary is going to release next year. It's called Michael Hing uh, Chinese stuff or something. Yep. <laughs> and you know, we went to a a Joss House temple. Do you know what yep. that is? It's yep. like a multi-faith Chinesey temple-y thing. Sure. Where you can. How do, many faiths? What what faiths are we talking? We're talking Confucianism. Yep. Mm. We're talking Buddhism. Mm-hmm. We're talking Taoism. Great. We're talking general ancestor worship. So this sounds a little a bit like Baha'i. Uh, yeah, I mean, don't sell that to the Joss Timbers. <laughs> very upset. <laughs> but, that, that, but, but anyway, I, I, I was saying this to Naomi before. Basically, we're there and you, you, the people who staff the temple now, mm. as lovely as they are, mm. they, are the answer to, they are the answer to the question, hey, where did all those weirdos who used to work in video stores go? Oh. Now, they, it's like 40-year-old men with ponytails who all work at the Joss House Temple, if right? If you'd given me 40 guesses to where those people went, <laughs> I would not have arrived there. <laughs> <laughs> they are. Anyway, so so we're there and, and we're filming a, a, a documentary and obviously they all want to be on TV. Who you know, doesn't? Because, yeah, it's being on television. <laughs> yep. The first time it's great and it's tedious every time after that. Every single time. It um, just gets less fun. Yep. Yeah. They are just... They're just uh, they're doing like thing where, where they're in the background of, of scenes that we're shooting and they're sort of like making faces and, and doing, you know, just... Drawing attention to themselves. What, making faces? Yeah, they're like smiling and, like, and just mugging at the camera. This is not how I would imagine that temple staff behave. <laughs> this, is the thing, like, this is the thing. You'd think that temple staff would be like, you know, uh, they'd be like uh, prof- 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 professorial perhaps. Humble. Or like religious. Or just or very like, quiet and withdrawn. Exactly. No, and none of that. But the, and, and the thing is, what was amazing was in the, in the staff room... You could see that they had a big television uh-huh. that was just playing kung fu films the whole time. Oh, no. My oh, word. All these people are white, by the way. They're very white. Okay, no, that explains everything. <laughs> yeah. That's fine. I understand that. You should have opened with that. And there's this <laughs> moment where I, uh, we're, we're getting a shot of me walking into an ancestral worship room, and it's like a pensive moment of mm. me thinking, like, it will be a voiceover track being like, I don't know how I feel about this. I don't know, whatever the fucking thing. We'll do Did it you later. nail it? Yeah. Well, Did I just have to walk in. I have to walk in and look at the thing. We'll do a voiceover a yep. year later, right? And it's, and it's, I mean, 
it, this is not my religion, but it's like quite a sacred space. You know, sure. people worshiping in this place. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you're trying to be respectful. Sure. You know. So I'm walking in there. You're not going to moonwalk in. <laughs> <laughs> we do it a couple of times and we can't get the shot quite right. So we take a break while they change the camera and change the lens and we're going to do it one more time. Yeah. And in the time I, we have taken to, uh, to, to change the lens. To, to swing a camera, lens. To swing yeah. a lens. Which is like 10, ten minutes max. Max. Max 10 yep. minutes. Go to the car, get everything, come back. I haven't gone into the room before we've done this take. So they've just set up the shot and I've got to walk in. Yeah. And in that time, oh, no. one of these guys has brought a tour group through... <laughs> at, at, that didn't say anything. So, oh, I'm going to have to be in the background, right? Uh-huh. So he's in the background of this shot now. And I walk in. And as I walk in to this, again, very solemn ancestral worship yep. room <laughs> where there's this him. beautiful yep. shrine where mm-hmm. people have left offerings mm-hmm. and there's like incense burning and yep. a giant. I imagine it's very quiet in there. Very yeah, quiet. Very quiet, yeah. <laughs> he's, this guy is standing there with a tour group of like like middle-aged uh, old, old women, right? Yep, yep. And he's holding a... Middle-aged say, old women. Yeah, well, middle-aged okay. old. <laughs> both, both types of women, both middle-aged and well old. spotted now. <laughs> middle-aged uh, women, too old. Yeah, I'm in Hollywood, am I right? <laughs> so he's standing there with this, I would say, seven-foot-tall halberd. Right? <laughs> Got a ponytail, you know, still <laughs> swinging it around. And <laughs> loudly, as I solemnly walk into this ancestral <laughs> worship room for the middle of the shot, he swings it and says, The thing you need to know about Chinese weaponry. <laughs> <laughs> He's just sort of going on. Explains it. He's swinging around these terrified women. Like, oh. <laughs> anyway, that is definitely someone who got into uh, the temple scene for the martial arts <laughs> yeah, yeah, and yeah. swords. Like, I've seen Shaolin soccer. You know, I know that, where this is going. <laughs> you know that, like on the first day, they were like, and this is, you know, where the guest room is, and this is like where all the maps are for the visitors, and it's like puts his hand up, and the person's like, "Is this going to be about when you get a sword?" <laughs> and the hand like slowly goes back down. Oh, man. That man must have so many swords at home. Yes, absolutely. Uh, and and I found out that this is this is ben, uh, this Bendigo is sort of near Naomi's hometown, which yeah. is. Um, there were uh, I've moved around a little bit, but mm-hmm. all kind of uh, Bull and Garuk is the main a one. Wonderful that's, name. That's, it sounds it sounds like a made up name. It, it sounds, does, but um, most but people don't know it exists. Yes. What's the population of the town? Very remote. Uh, I don't know. We don't actually have any like shops or anything. What? This what? is like an oval. And a fire brigade, that's it. Do you live in Stardew Valley? Is that <laughs> I fucking wish <laughs> We got more tech we got more text. We got more tweets about Stardew Valley. Yeah. You mentioned it than I think anything else. Yeah. <gasps> really? I got I love I Are suck. you are you in the valley? I sunk so many hours into that. I played it for about three hours this morning. Really? <laughs> yeah, I did. I've been thinking about going going back. back. Yeah. How that's many it. years did you do? Oh, like one year. One year. But then, oh. but then Super Mario Odyssey came out. Do you know what? I, I haven't touched Super Mario Odyssey because of Stardew Valley. I've bought it really? and I've got to New Donk City, but I haven't. How um, many years are you into Stardew Valley? You then? stopped at New Donk City. Yeah, that's the best part of. Mario I know, Odyssey. and I knew it was so good that I was like, I'm just going to be thinking about my fucking turnips the whole time. <laughs> if I don't, time doesn't pass. I know, when you're not well. in the game, Ben. <laughs> I had a thing the other day where I had to write down the date on a form, and I put a number that was so wrong. That I couldn't work out why, how I'd gotten it so wrong, and then I realised that that's the date that I was in Stardew Valley. Like that's the number. Oh my god! <laughs> Seeping through. What you just wrote spring year no, two? Spring no, I just wrote the number. Like <laughs> I was like, yeah, it's seventeenth. It's like how did I? Yeah. Anyway, right. um, how how often do you come to Sydney, Naomi? 
Um, whenever someone pays me to. Uh-huh. <laughs> yep. So that is uh, inconvenient, I imagine, if somebody gets it a hold is. of that information. Um, yeah, I know I uh, no one no one wants to work with me, so don't get paid don't get paid to come up here a lot. I, I, w- I wanna um, spring a question on you, Naomi. It's a bit of a gotcha <sighs> here question. Here we go. Oh no. Um, this is a hard hard hitting interview here. Yep. But the the, the, the recent television series you wrote or uh, digital series you wrote. Um, uh, a, a recurring character mm-hmm. on this podcast is my long-suffering girlfriend, and uh, she was one of the co-writers of, of, of this series with her. And I was just, she was indeed. Uh, the fact uh, that you think your girlfriend's a character is is too telling for words. By the way. <laughs> 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 Go on. Um, can I ask, uh, having worked with her now in a professional context, yes, mm. um, d- d- would you say she's hero or villain? <laughs> Broadly speaking. If you had to choose between one of those two archetypes. Look, first of all, I've listened to this podcast a bit. Uh um, And I think the way that you talk about her is uh, a crime. Uh Um, Uh (laughs) She is an angel and you do not deserve her. That's the first thing I'll say. Um, Secondly, Let let us take that as red. (laughs) Yeah. uh, Secondly, absolute villain. (laughs) (laughs) So even that said, you don't deserve her. I do not deserve today's villain. Interesting. Um, Anya has started listening to the podcast more. Yeah. I think it's because she's like, I was like, that's really sweet. She said, no, I'm just so bored at work. I'm like, okay, well, you didn't need to. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But she started like fact checking it. Oh, and no one should do that. Go. Well, like, so I was just like, yes, off your email. yesterday <laughs> I was at the gym and I got a, I got a text from her saying, we know how to make Roman concrete. <laughs> I was like, really? what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> like, I, th- I was like, is this code? Like, is, is this like a conversation that we had? And then I realized it was something stupid you said last episode. So you're getting oh. fact checked. It's in- interesting that she's fact checking me through you. Yeah, it is actually. <laughs> You've got my number on you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, yeah. So, guys, the last time we recorded this podcast, mm. I don't know if I mentioned it on the podcast, but I just bought a new phone. Yes, it was very I, new. I was very happy with it. And today I am buying a new phone. What? And it feels terrible. Why? So, what have you done? Because I bought an iPhone 8 Plus. And Great. And it is too big for my wee little hands. <laughs> so, is that the phone oh, no. there? That's the phone here. And honestly, it's like, a, I feel like I've been shrunk. <laughs> Oh, whoa, this is huge. <laughs> See what I mean? And I am ace, but I'm pretty small. So wait, what, 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 so what, so what are you going to do with this phone then? I'm it in a selling it to a co-worker. Oh. This is a tablet. It is a, it is a tablet, right? So what, where's the line? Exactly, so, exactly. So wait, uh, are you, wor- you going to go back to the same shop you bought that one from? Yeah. And oh. are you going to... It'll be the Apple store, so they, they won't remember. They're okay. not people. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm easily sure they're not people. Um, they're not geniuses either. <laughs> so which, which phone are you going to get? I'm going to get the X. Okay. If I'm honest, Hing mm-hmm. and Naomi, when mm. I bought the 8, I kind of thought it was the X. Uh, how, what? <laughs> I thought all the features that were in the X were on the 8. Uh, so which features are you missing out on? I'm missing out on it not being enormous. <laughs> 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 to me, that is the biggest feature of all. I think when you go back to the iPhone store, you should uh, say to them, I bought a phone that was too big for my hands. Yeah. You should use that voice this, and you mm. should, I need th- a baby this phone for my baby hands. <laughs> this has cost me $600 um, in shame. Like the gap. Oh, between what I'm selling. Can't you just get an iPhone 8 that's not a plus? Because the plus seems like, that seems like what's making it too big for your hands. No. No? No point. Okay. I'm getting the X. <laughs> anyway, this is a podcast where we talk about video games and the latest tech. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but in, in lieu of that, let us go through the week's classifieds and find the best. Oh, can we do snack report really quickly? Oh, sure. What have you got for us this week, man? So some of you who listen to this will know that I um, really enjoy snacks and buy them and, and force everybody to eat them. Mm-hmm. Uh, a couple of things about this snack. I can think of nothing I would l- rather eat less than what I have here. Yes. Um, 
And secondly, what, I'm, I'll describe them. It's a bag of Cheetos, not a brand that you see in Australia a lot. So it's an, it's an American snack. And it's Flamin' Hot Lemon Crunchy. These are the adjectives that we have to go off. And Limon lemon. is... It's, it's, I mean, the, the, the cartoon Cheetah, Cheetah mm. Leopard, on the front <laughs> of the Cheetos bag. Yeah. Actually, that's quite cheetah. strange. I'd say it would be Wait. a cheetah. Cheetah? <laughs> do, do, don't, don't cheetahs have stripes and leopards have spots? No, no cheetahs wrong. <laughs> getting wrong. They both no. have spots. Uh, it's, Chester, co- called- it's Chester the cheetah. Yeah, it's it's no, written it down. It's it called Cheetos. Packet. I don't know why you're arguing the toss on this <laughs> one. <laughs> I just, maybe that's the ultimate prank. Um, <laughs> but he, he seems to be squeezing a, lem- a, a lime. Yeah. So, uh, so I think it's like a lime um, spicy Cheeto okay. um, deal. Why well, am I no interested in eating these? Sorry? Limon. Limon. I think I think it's like a maybe maybe a Spanish language word for lime. Maybe? Forget it. <laughs> Naomi. Oh, Naomi has left. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> I'm Naomi done. only eats like I, I've spent. En- I've had enough dinners with Naomi All to right, know here that we go. she only like. <laughs> you know how you eat like a baby and only eat like three things. Maybe? Yes. And how I also have a tedious diet, which yeah. is I refuse to eat meat or dairy. Yeah. Um, what kind of what would you call that diet? <laughs> Plant based diet. Okay. <laughs> um, Naomi uh, has the most boring. Oh my God. Diet. What, what do you mean? Anyway, she doesn't. She refuses it's to like eat boiled like, rice. She won't. No, no, no. She won't eat rice. Too foreign. <laughs> too foreign <laughs> to Naomi. Won't eat noodles. Won't eat dumplings. Are you going to try a Cheeto? Can I persuade you to try a Cheeto for snack report? Look, I'm sorry. I'm white. Okay. <laughs> this is how I was born. Um, you know, I grew up in Melton before Bullingarook, um, <laughs> and and I like my Wonder White. Okay? okay. What are your favorite foods in the world? I'm gonna, I'm going to eat this Cheeto. Hang on. Okay. That seems like an unpleasant experience. I have no interest in doing this. Mm, it's got a kick. Yeah, I don't. I can't handle spice. But oh, well, you will. <laughs> <laughs> just well, have you, one. Have one, Naomi. Well, you I obviously can't because of my ethical diet. But just have uh, one. Naomi. Does this have veganism problems? It's called. Aren't they called cheezos? I, I doubt very much that there's real cheese in these. Um, can I just say that this bag? How, how big are we going to say this bag is? Like, it is. It is eight and a half ounces. <laughs> that's, that's okay. It's so, so big. So can I just say that this bag, when I bought it from the convenience store, yeah. I put it on the counter, yeah. and they were like, that would be $10 Australian dollars. <laughs> and I was too embarrassed to be like, it's, it'll be what now? No, absolutely not. So I've had one Cheeto, and I'm never going to have another one. <laughs> and that costs $10. This is why we have a Patreon people. It is dense. I this packet the, is dense. I don't know the value of money. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I have Invisalign in at the moment, which is... So you can't eat? It's any, any time I want a snack, I have to take this plate out of my mouth, which is like, I've, I've now learned that people get Invisalign to fix their teeth and go <laughs> on a diet because <laughs> it's so it. hard to snack. <laughs> like, it's so tedious. That's a nightmare. <laughs> uh, well, this is a podcast where we go through the week classifieds and find the best and worst stuff to talk about. I'm going to yes. kick us off with one from, um, oh, bloody podcast favourite, Charlotte mm-hmm. Scrivener. Thank you, Charlotte, for sending that in. Massive Ooh. portrait up in the Hall of Cowards mm-hmm. um, for Charlotte. Um <laughs> This is, um, it looks to be from Gumtree. No, it's a, it's a fa- this is a Facebook one. Oh, it's a Facebook one. Sorry. Yeah. Um, and this is wanted wedding partner. Mm. So this is someone to, what, do you mean like a groom or a bride? Uh, well, no, hear me out. Mm-hmm. Hi, <laughs> I am Bertie and I, and I need a partner for my sister's wedding on Friday. If you are interested, I will pick you up here on Friday at 1pm. I assume this is like on yeah. some... It's a, lo- it's a local page. Right. Okay. <laughs> All you need to do is pretend. Oh. Oh. <laughs> All you need to do is pretend to be in a relationship with me and answer my any questions my relatives ask about us. 
<laughs> here is a history of our relationship that you will need to memorize. <laughs> this is good. This is like going to witness protection. You need to have your story straight. <laughs> okay. We we met in a karate dojo last January. Oh. <laughs> we are both good at karate. In brackets, black belt. Our favorite film is The Karate Kid. No. My favorite thing about you is your smile. That's quite oh. nice. Why does she have to answer that question? <laughs> What's his favorite thing about you? My smile. <laughs> your favorite thing about me is my leg sweep. <laughs> Uh, Our favourite historical figure is Bruce Lee Your Uh, pet name for me is Sensei Again, you don't really need that Um, That's not a good pet name Uh, um, Our favourite song is You're the Best Around I thought it would have been Kung Fu Fighting There you go Interesting In return, you will get a free meal There's not a free bar But my cousin Martin will have cans of beer in his car (laughs) This is a one-time deal I'm not interested in a relationship at the moment because I am focusing on my karate career. Sure. What? Which it sounds <laughs> what a, twist. a lot like. Oh, man. What is a karate career? Yeah, what, what's, what's is the... Is that being um, a fighter? Like, is that being a professional fighter? I don't know what the career trajectory of someone who's good at karate is. Surely you just have to become a teacher. Well, you go from karate mm. kid to karate sensei, I assume. And this person has already covered both of those. Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Oh my God, there's a lot going on here. If you were the best at karate in the whole world, what do you think your annual income would be? Ooh, I don't think. Would you? What is now? This is a a dumb question. Karate's not in the Olympics. Oh, I I think it might be. I think it might be. I think it might be. Yeah, yeah. I guess that's the peak, right? Yeah. Gold medal. I don't reckon you're cracking. Maybe you can like Twitch stream karate moves. I don't reckon you're cracking four hundred thousand a year. No, if you were the you best mean? at karate no. in the world, I don't reckon you are. No, that's crazy. Think about all the, the belt sponsorships. Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> they're, they're com- you know, you know how they. It's always like it's always like the best person who at lacrosse or whatever. Yeah. You think you say, "Well, lacrosse is a big sport," but like you got to think that lacrosse company that makes the lacrosse sticks, they're going to want sponsorship endorsement deals. Who are they going to go to? They're going to go to you, right? So, right. And they'll pay you, you know, through the. You yeah. know what I mean? You're the best at anything you can I, make I reckon dollars. they're going to be like, we want you on this, but you're the best lacrosse player in the world, so you get like fucking $1,000 in a Kit Kat. There's no company that just makes lacrosse sticks, by yeah, the way. But yeah, that's a very good point. Like, <laughs> okay, surely. Yeah. Look, you guys are picking this apart. <laughs> I'm here, turn off your email. Look, it's already been fact-checked. Um, but no, I I, uh, I think you could make I think you could make heaps of money. Like, okay, maybe the best person at karate might have some sort of, I don't know if this is... Uh, would you, would you have a commitment to the karate that means you, you turn away from the dollar? I don't know. No, I don't, no, I don't know what that I, I, is, right? If you're an entirely mercenary best karate person in the world. I think if you just made YouTube YouTube videos about karate, you could make <laughs> that's, money. That's the pinnacle? But that's you not. you're like, not the best at karate then. You're the best at... No, but if, if, I, if I was the best at karate, like that's obviously what I'm doing. I'm making a weekly tutorial on how to punch a bully, how, <laughs> how, how to uh, fasten your pants so you don't get dacked. So yeah. you're a karate influencer. Yeah. That's <laughs> exactly what you are. <laughs> I'm Instagram famous with the punches and kicks, actually. <laughs> Do you know those two words like karate influencer would have been absolute gibberish, like, I reckon, actually 30 seconds ago. <laughs> like, <laughs> did either of you guys ever do um, do martial arts as a kid? No. No, you didn't. I did a little bit. I did a little bit. My grandfather was very keen on me to learn martial arts. Yeah. From, quote unquote, the old country. Uh-huh. Uh, Cute. He, he was born here. He, he, was he was very was, much yeah. born in Australia. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> but he was, and, and what he used to do is, um, without sort of teaching me any technique, or anything. So he didn't know karate at all. Well, I think he did. Oh, also, are he's you being racist? 
<laughs> he suddenly looked like he didn't know how to look about him, didn't he? There's something there. Yeah, there's something there. Muscle, muscle memory, something. Yeah, yeah. Seems genetic. Like the idea of you like trying to work it out, like just going up to your granddad and just kicking him. (laughs) (laughs) Oh no, that story does not check out. No, uh, actually, here's here's a funny story about my grandfather. He used to carry this walking stick around Mm, all the time. Very karate. Very karate. Yeah. Right. And then in about 1996, I was in primary school. Yeah. We went to Hong Kong for my uncle's wedding. Go on. And it was the first time my grandfather travelled overseas in like. I don't know, 20 years or something. Right. Mm-hmm. And when we were going through security, the security people were like, you need to put your cane through the scanner and he refused to. Uh-huh. This is like I like be- this. This is like before <laughs> 9-11, right? Yep. Uh, and so they so were... So who cares? Sorry, was this, this, was this directly before 9-11? <laughs> <laughs> it's September 10th, 2001. <laughs> was this... A 70-year-old Chinese-Australian man had been doing a lot of flight lessons. (laughs) A lot of taking off, not a lot of landing. (laughs) Why didn't he learn? No. I'd like to say this is the first time I've insinuated that your uh, relatives perpetrated the crime known as 9-11, but I just don't think it is. Anyway, so he... he was going, and he like got into a bit of a tiff with the security guard. And was like, "No, don't put the scanner. I need it to walk." Right. And the security guard was like, "Oh, look, come on, just let me put it to the scanner." Like he was being yeah. quite reasonable and stuff. And eventually, at least give us your box cutter. <laughs> <laughs> and then my grandmother stepped in. She's like, "Oh, Alan, just give it to them. Just give them." And she so she grabs the stick, puts it through the thing. They scan it. It comes up. There's clearly a sword. Oh my god! Hidden inside the cage. <gasps> That my what? grandmother just hadn't told anybody about. <laughs> oh my god! And he was like, he's like, I need it for protection. <laughs> we need more good guys with swords. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, anyway, so he had to check it. But uh, oh my yeah, god. So, so that makes me think that my grandfather did probably know some sort of martial arts. That is amazing. He'd just been carrying around, walking around with it, and had, yeah. Anyway, what the hell? Uh, he, I I, yeah. I did martial arts as a kid. I did hapkido for two years, and then oh. I trod on a bee, and then I stopped doing it. What is hapkido <laughs> for the two uninitiated? It's, like, it's kind of karate. I think it's from Korea. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And is it more? Is it punches? Is it kicks? Is it throwing? It's a, uh, it's, a lot of it is avoiding stepping on a bee, as far <laughs> as I know. Um, you do any leg sweeps? Didn't do any leg. Oh, maybe I did actually. Mm. Yeah, oh, yeah. It's Look, my favorite thing about you. How, how, uh, how deep did you get in the hapkido? I got pretty far. Like black belt? No, like if so, I know one before qualify. black belt. I think is that but a with red kids, or I don't know. Like here's the thing: if you ever hear that a kid has a black belt, mm. just know that that's like a kid's black belt. So you can still beat that kid up. That's all I'm saying. Like great. It's, it's not. <laughs> that's a, that's it's, what I need. To <laughs> know. <laughs> how old do you think Jackie Chan has to get before you could? Beat him in a fight. Ooh, I'd say like dead. Nine. <laughs> <laughs> Even then, I don't know. Man. Jackie Chan seems like a cool dude. Is he a cool dude? Am I allowed to? You just asked Naomi that in me? such a way that was like. <laughs> no, just asked Naomi like she was on a talk show and just been doing a film with Jackie Chan. No, Jackie seems nice. Is he a cool dude? You know, uh, no, I uh, I think people usually ask with me because I, I, I love just like whenever anyone uh, admires any older man, I'm like, here's the awful things he's done. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is there any your I haven't, problematic with Jackie Chan? I haven't heard anything bad about Jackie Chan. You think it'd come out? Yeah, I think Chris Tucker will go down before Jackie Chan oh, does. I mean, look, if we're talking about the cast of Rush Hour in here, in terms of people who, yeah. who have probably done some shitty things. Yeah. yeah. Why is that? What? Oh. Uh, oh. Well, because I feel like Jackie Chan... Well, they're characters. <laughs> All right, it's fine. Hey, have you ever been a plus one to a wedding that you knew no one at? Um, 
Because that would be the experience kind of. of this. Yeah. Oh, no, not not really. Oh, this is, this is, by the way, this is the plot of a movie starring Deborah Messing. Um, is it really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, but she she paid the guy money. She didn't. The, <laughs> she didn't offer him a wait, free meal. All, and some, all the karate stuff? No, <laughs> not oh, the karate. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a karate movie yeah. starring <laughs> Deborah Messing. Deborah Messing and also Will Jackie Chan. Yeah, yeah. So how does it work in that movie? And then she falls in love. He's with He's an or? escort. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And they fall. And in they love? fall in love. Yeah. After one after one wedding what day. Movie is this after called? one leg sweep. <laughs> he leg sweeps her off her feet. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember, but she needs a date for the wedding. I think she's like a bridesmaid or something. Oh. Anyway. Um, I'm, I'm picturing this movie as like an early 2000s. I'm going to say yes. Yeah. I think if you're going as a bridesmaid, that's one of the few people that, do, that doesn't need a date at a wedding. Are you kidding? Look, I'm not... Don't you get paired up? You get paired up. If you're a bridesmaid, you get paired up with a groomsman for yeah. all the photos and what, whatnot. In like medieval times, you might. No, I mean I mean, like <laughs> in, terms of, in terms of the photos and stuff, they pair you off. Right, yeah. yeah but, but, you know, Definitely, you don't need... Like, you'll be sitting at the bridal table. Yeah. Oh, look, I can't remember the exact plot of the well, film. I may be very wrong. I just remember that the escort is like really, really hot and he's like got a big dick or something. That's, <laughs> that's basically the entire plot of the movie. Okay. Pornos were a simpler time. <laughs> yeah, it was porn. <laughs> Do you think this will work if somebody does no. respond to this ad? Oh, uh, if they respond. Okay, no one's going to respond. If someone's like, I could have a beer. Oh, sorry, I missed a bit. It's like, um, my cousin Martin will have cans of beer in his car and you will get, I will get you one in brackets. Two at most. <laughs> what? So. Well, I guess that it's one of those things where you're going undercover. You can't be too drunk. You know what I mean? Because that's when you start. That's a, that's when you, that's when it you starts, start playing with the story when a bit. It starts slipping, you it's know. Like, Look, beggars can't be choosers. I mean, <laughs> no, that's true though. It's like, how did you and Birdie meet? It's like we uh, Kendo. Ken- yeah, <laughs> want to say Kendo? <laughs> yeah, the sticks. We had the sticks. Yeah, we had the sticks. He, I call him Mr Miyagi. <laughs> <laughs> um, do I don't you- like that she has to call him Sensei. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. It look, should I, be equal. There's a lot to yeah. hate about this ad. <laughs> uh, Naomi, equal pet names. Do you have one you'd like to share with the class? I do. I do. Um, this one was sent in by Amanda. Thank you, Amanda. Thank you, Amanda. Thank you, is, Amanda. What is Amanda like? Madonna or uh, Amanda, Cher? Amanda did say, can you not use my last name? Right. <laughs> so because it's Amanda I'm Madonna. Cher. <laughs> um, <laughs> this is uh, posted in a uh, Cobram buy, swap, and sell. Where's Cobram? I don't know. Mm, I don't know Sounds you. rural. It must be. Okay. Uh, it's called, capital letters, You Farted in Cobram Woolworths. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, you were the tall brunette near with near perfect body that farted in the bread, bread emoji, section last night. I was the tall tubby guy stand next to you that looked, eyes emoji, over <laughs> and asked, was that you? You quickly replied, no, it wasn't me. You almost seemed insulted, I would ask. Well. As the stink root... <laughs> <laughs> I'm having fun. As the stink grew, you continued to deny your flatulence, but it was evident. I tried to get rid of the stench by waving two loaves of ciabatta bread. <laughs> you proceeded to storm off in an angry, angry emoji manner. You are beautiful, and even if you are a liar and fart like a Clydesdale, I'd like to meet up. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. You, Amanda. That's some good stuff. That is I, some uh, good stuff. I... I don't know if she'll respond to that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's the thing. Like, if you know, if you, you, you only have so many data points about a person, right? And if you have one mm-hmm. data point about this person is that they don't like being told that they just farted, <laughs> it is extremely unlikely that being like, hey, if you were the one who farted, could you come forward? And she's literally stormed off as a result of that. You're asking her to do the opposite of what she did. The only pattern of behaviour that you know about her. <laughs> but also, this person seems very confident that 
the person they're talking about did the fart. Yeah. You know? Whereas farts sometimes, you know, there are other people around. Like, do you know what I mean? There could be extenuating circumstances. Who knows if yeah. it actually was this person. No, she did it. it. You reckon she did it? Yeah, you know, she did it. We were recording. Are you not familiar with whoever smelt it, dealt it? Because <laughs> by that logic, <laughs> I think true. it was this person in particular that did it. By that, and I'm, that is airtight. That yes. is. It's, it's yes. from the UN. <laughs> do you know that we were recording something in this very studio last week? Uh, we are doing a Dragon Friends stream. And um, friend of the podcast, Tom Walker, was there. And during the stream, he got up and left and went all the way into the middle of the car park mm. and farted. And it was so loud that it registered on the <laughs> microphone. Oh, my God. He's an unwell he's a, little goblin. He's like He's boy. such an unwell man. But very polite. Very polite. <laughs> Enormously polite. Um, yeah, I uh, don't think this guy's played this in any good way at any point in this in this um No. He's tried like, to lighten it up with some humour. Yeah. But she... Clearly, this is not her type of humor. I also like the bit of negging at the top with a near perfect body. It's like, shut up, my dude. Yeah, like, you piece of shit. <laughs> well, obviously, a perfect body would not would you not know, fart. Would not fart. Is that your yeah. ideal? My ideal is that you have a sealed butthole, uh huh, mm. like a Barbie doll or if a Kendall, if you will. Uh huh. Yes. <laughs> if you're inventing mankind again, yes, is that what you do? No buttholes, and you would fart out your nose and mouth. That is a lot worse than what we have now. <laughs> it is, isn't it? If you, if you ever get the opportunity to redesign humans, I'd really appreciate it if you didn't do that. <laughs> Please left don't. The where it was. Yeah. <laughs> so the, the the show that I work on at the moment is uh, the the I can see refer show the checkout, and uh, we were doing a all pe- right. All right. <laughs> we're doing a piece on bread. Uh, and uh, the, the, the premise of the, like, the form of the piece was, it was a parody of the Baker's Delight ads. Uh-huh. You know, with the music and everybody dancing around like idiots and stuff. Yeah, it's sort mm. of like swinging 20s music kind of thing. Bum, 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 na, 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 na. Yeah. Anyway, two things about that. One, <laughs> I, I had, we had two, well, one and a half days of full shooting with that. And because it was like we, it was no, there was no dialogue. We had playback, so we'd, 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 so we could dance around. And so I've, I've listened to that song for about eight hours, without, without, without stopping. Let me guess, it only gets better. It only gets more and more <laughs> magnificent. Um, so that that's ruined my life. But I, I went to the Wikipedia page for Baker's Delight mm-hmm. to see if they'd put in anything about who composed the song because I became a little bit obsessed with it, and there was nothing there. So I added to the Wikipedia page. That it was composed by Charles Manson <laughs> while, <laughs> while in prison. And it's still up. No! It's been up for two weeks. That is fantastic. <laughs> that is amazing. Yeah. It wasn't, as far as I know. No. Composed I, by Charles Manson. I, I, I don't <laughs> that would be amazing yeah. if you just guessed that. I said he composed it while um, serving out his life sentence in 1986. So, it, in, yeah. in this world that you've created here, yeah. right? Why did Baker's Delight... <laughs> well, that, you'd have to ask Baker's Delight that. And, <laughs> well, that, I, and I really hope somebody does. Did they just hear that too? And they were like, I don't care. Get it on our ads. I think what I was... Or th- were they like... <laughs> did they approach Charles Manson? And they were like, we, we've heard a lot about your previous work. <laughs> yeah. We understand you're doing music now. Technically, you never actually murdered anybody. <laughs> so, so... Wow. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of um, audio books read by prisoners. Really? Um, and there's like this... Um, I don't know if you've... If, uh, so there's a real serial killer called Ed Kemper. Oh, yeah. He if was you've in... seen Mindhunters, yeah. there's a character based on him yes. in the show. Um, yeah, so he's a real – he, like, murdered a bunch of people. I, that's not – Yeah, he was the co-ed but, killer, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah, the co-ed killer. He murdered it's a lot very of women. Bad, very bad. Let's just very say bad from person. the top that he's a very bad man. I'm anti-Ed Kemper. Yeah, yeah I actually <laughs> think serial oh killers are bad. Yeah. So. Can he do an audio book? So there was like <laughs> – 
this <laughs> so there was this program that uh, prisoners would like read audiobooks for the, um, for, the, deaf, for, the for the hearing uh, no not for the deaf for the deaf <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it, it flopped. Um, <laughs> but uh, can you can imagine that as like a Sisyphean punishment. Like, yes. yeah. you, no one will ever hear them. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, he did like over 400 audiobooks. Wow. And, and were you- they all labelled as read by the co-ed killer type thing? <laughs> or was it like... <laughs> yeah, it's pretty niche. Um, no, yeah, it was This was like in the like 80s or whatever. That is whenever, amazing but- to me that they let him do that. Mm. He I does have an incredible voice, though. If he's anything like the bloke in Mindhunter, he does have an incredible voice. Okay, well, voice. that's an actor. That's well, I know, but I imagine that they modelled on. it on... Yeah, yeah, no, they did. You can you can look it up. You can find some of it online. It just seems like there are so many people in jail that weren't the co-ed killer that could do this. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, who's in here for tax? You, great. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> but, like, no one listened to audiobooks back then. It yeah, was like, true. yeah. Yeah, but also, like, if you get a tax account to do it, it'll just be like the... Me? Yeah. <laughs> in the beginning, um, I created the heavens and the earth. Oh, keep going. Michael Hing, do you have one that our listeners might enjoy? Indeed, indeed. This was posted 18 hours ago. What? So oh this is goodness. fresh off Craigslist. It's from the Sydney area of Craigslist. I found it this morning. Mm-hmm. And it's in the uh, buy swap sell uh, region of Craigslist. We'll buy women's hair fifteen dollars. Oh, that's very cheap. That's mm, fifteen not worth bucks. It. You've got some women's hair, Naomi. Your uh, your, <laughs> your own and <laughs> couldn't and help but notice, yeah. Naomi. <laughs> <laughs> Are you in need of fifteen dollars? By the way, it, I just looked at Naomi and like in a cartoon, her hair turned to like um, a fifteen like a ten dollar note and a five dollar note. <laughs> And, and dollar signs formed in my eyes. <laughs> All right. I am looking to buy women's hair. Yes. Okay. If you can provide me with a few inches worth, uh, for oh. brackets, essentially a handful, close oh. brackets, of brown, huh? Uh, freshly me? cut hair, please contact me. Uh-huh. One of my co-workers is from Haiti and told me how uh. to make a voodoo doll so I can make my ex love me again. Uh. <laughs> he has promised that the person who donates the hair won't fall in love with me. <laughs> okay. Well. Well, then why does it need to be human hair? That's a, well. <laughs> Look, voodoo, the, the, the voodoo only stretches so far. Um, yeah. What, you're going to try and use horse hair? So I didn't realise you were from Haiti. <laughs> uh so, 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 so I would say at, at the best, this is a risk. <laughs> <laughs> because what if you gave them the hair? I mean, look, I think, I think love spells, mm-hmm. you know, generally speaking, uh, voodoo doll or otherwise, I think they are undergoing, um, you know, something of a, a reimagining. Really? People are reassessing them. You know, when we were kids, sort of Cupid's arrow, whatnot, was sort mm. of seen as like a fun, quirky thing. Mm-hmm. I think nowadays it seemed like a little bit creepy that you can't, I, you know. I see what you mean. Well, there's a, there's yes. a question of free will there and consent. <laughs> exactly, right? exactly, yeah. exactly, exactly. So, but leaving that aside, because we can all acknowledge that that's a bit weird. Mm-hmm. Just like Ed Kemper. Yes. This so person's, those two things. <laughs> this person's main concern yep. yeah. with the love spell voodoo mm. doll situation yes. is mm-hmm. not the idea of consent or whatever. Yeah. Yep. It is. <laughs> it might. It might backfire yeah. and make you fall in love with me when it's actually intended for my ex. Well, no. I Don't think- worry. I'm not going to ruin your free will. This is for someone else. Someone, exactly. Yeah. exactly. Who, exactly. Someone who's, who, again, the only thing that we know about her is that she doesn't want to be with him. <laughs> Single data point. Single data point. Yeah. Uh, oh boy. You know, if I was getting my hair cut and someone and like someone was like, "I'll pay you fifteen dollars for that," I would. I would be more inclined to do that than if someone was like, it's for a voodoo doll. Yeah. Like, I think the less information, the better. Yeah, just be like, oh, I need hair for a school project. I mean, that's kind of weird, but like... I think if anyone asked me for my hair after a haircut and they were like, hey, I'll give you $15 for your hair, 
I would give them $15 to not take my hair. Really? Do you know what I mean? I, I would am... give them no money and not give them my hair. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't know that was an option. Uh, well, that's yeah. one solution. Yeah. Um, I can't... I, I, there, is no, there, there is no good use for human hair once it's left the body. No, that is untrue. Well, okay, and yes, yes, yes. Four oh, weeks. Oh, no, I guess weeks for weeks. cancer patients isn't good. Wow. Wow, oh my Michael God. Hing. Okay, wow, you've really sorry. tempered it. <laughs> <laughs> you, human hair is worth a fucking lot. Did you know that? It is. Like this. 15 bucks. This arsehole. Yeah. <laughs> Why don't you go and buy a human hair wig yeah. if you are that inclined? And see and see how much it fucking. Yeah, how, much is it, how much is a. a it's a, hundreds of hundreds of dollars. Like it's worth yeah. more than saffron per weight. I know that much. <laughs> What? what? What is this? What is this calculation you've Great done in your head, <laughs> where you know the market value of human hair and saffron? What gross casserole are you making? Earlier, I, earlier on today, I said I don't know the value of money, and that I stand by that. I know the value of human hair and saffron. No, I just know that saffron is like one of the most. Um, Saffron's worth more in its gold. weight than gold. Yeah. Right. So does that mean that by proxy, human hair is worth more in its weight than gold? Yeah. 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 Because so Fort Knox should just be stuffed with hair. <laughs> The plot of the plot of. It I been, cannot it, wait for you to be fucking fact checked on this. <laughs> no, but that's you got to think about density as well. You got to think about density. It's so because, much hair, mate. Yeah, you, the, as much human hair as you could fit in Fort Knox. You, I think you could fit more yeah. gold. Yeah. Per dollar. Until amount. a supervillain called Hairfinger <laughs> <laughs> tries to irradiate it all. <laughs> Hairfinger. <laughs> <laughs> mm. <laughs> with the hairy gun, <laughs> the man with the hairy gun. Oh my goodness, that's that's so upsetting. Oh, it is upsetting. I wouldn't. Yeah. Oh boy. Oh, See, not into boy. it. No, no one's taking them up on this. That's a no from me. All right. Hey guys, speaking of, oh, what's this about? Uh, this is from Perth, and this is in talent gigs. This is where I imagine that <gasps> you um put in a uh, request for an actor or something. Yes. Yes. Right. Uh, we're looking for work. Exactly. And this has been Desperate. sent in by Thomas uh, Went, I think, or Vent. Probably Vent. Uh, yeah, it could be. Yeah. Thank you, if Thomas. anything like Yana, yeah. it'll be Vent. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, so this is uh, from Perth uh, on Craigslist. Hiring someone for an alibi. Ooh. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Looking for, <laughs> looking for someone to help me fix my family. <laughs> With lies. So- someone to help me be my alibi. Someone to help. Someone to be my alibi and cover up a story to bring my family back together. Looking for someone who is confident, willing to pretend to be somebody, will pay dollar sign, dollar sign. Preferably male voice. Well, yeah, women aren't believable. So. Exactly. <laughs> uh, that is all the ad is. So, so you don't know how much and you don't know what you're required to do. Sign me up. <laughs> <laughs> Frankly. So if we got rid of the uh, preferably male voice condition on this, Naomi, do you, are there any other flags that you that you can kind of pinpoint when you read this through? Yes. Um, <laughs> yeah, interesting. All right. Uh, so it says compensation will discuss privately. Mm-hmm. Yes. I don't yes. want to be private <laughs> yes, with, no, this, with this person. Yes, exactly. It's All like that communication should be I very, read, very public. If you read through the lines, that basically says compensation. I will take you somewhere remote and murder you. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely murder you. I'm looking for someone. What? To help me fix my family. Okay. Okay. So so far, it's like all right. This could be a, a lovely sort of Mrs. Doubtfire-esque situation. <laughs> yeah. Um, that is sure. not where my mind went. <laughs> Just, I just want to fix my family, you know? Eternal yeah. optimist, Michael exactly. Hing. Yep. Someone to... By the way, I think if you made Mrs. Doubtfire today, there oh, would be some questions about it. that. Couldn't do it. Fuck, someone on Twitter. Natalie Tran. You know Natalie Tran? I know Natalie yes. Tran. Yeah. So she was on Twitter the other day. Mm. And she, this is actually a while ago. This is she, community channel Natalie Tran. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. And she was saying... She was watching Mrs. Doubtfire for the first time. 
And she got to the end of it and she was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I thought they knew all along that it was him. Like, she thought the whole time in Mrs. Doubtfire, they were like, yeah, all right. All right, Dad. Like, Come on, Dad. She was waiting for them to be like, yeah, Dad, we knew. But it never came. And I was like, that is such a different movie. Like... <laughs> That's, I would put. I would posit that that is an un, unenjoyable movie too. Like that is fucking tragic. Wait, yeah, wait, wait. That was so on Arrested think, Development. Yeah, right. Like, you think it's better it or worse sad. if they know or they don't know? Explain this. To I me. think either way, it's a very bad situation. Yes. And in many ways, the character in that is literally a family court dad. Like, <laughs> yes. uh, but at the same time, I think in terms of madcap hijinks to offset the sadness. Mm. It is, it is much more fun if there's deception there and it's like kind of will yes. they, won't they find out. Whereas he has to put his face in the cake. He has to run between things. But if everyone's just humouring this poor, like on reflection, uh, mentally ill man. Oh. Like, <laughs> his kids are just like, uh, yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah, whatever. But it, I think it all, not only does it change the character of Robin Williams, certainly. Yeah. Doesn't it fundamentally change the kids? It makes them a lot nicer. No, it doesn't. Because if they're the kids and they knew the whole time, because they didn't want to, why say, didn't they say anything? They didn't want to say, "Dad." Why did not they just Dad. say? Why don't they just say, "Dad, Dad, you don't need to do this." This is pathetic. Because it's a ten-minute movie. Then he turns <laughs> up in the wig. They're like, "Oh, is that Dad? All right, get out of what get are you doing? Here. Come on." Mate. This is this has made things so much worse for custody. But right? <laughs> what happens is they put up with it for I think months. Months. Uh, months. You know, it's a birthday party. Have you, have you, when was the last time you saw Mrs. Doubtfire? A while ago. When was the last time you saw Liar Liar? Even longer. So I would. I, those two films have something in common, and I think it's of that time. And th- mm. those are the two films that I said. But I, if you think there's another one that fits into this category, and you know who'd know this? Chaz Lichardello, who I know listens, so mm. get in touch. Mm-hmm. If uh, where it's like there is a bad guy in this film that is in no way a bad guy. So in Mrs. Doubtfire, it's Pierce Brosnan, and in um, Liar Liar, it's Carrie Ells. Right. And it's mm. like, on balance, you are absolutely the person to raise these children. Like, <laughs> you, you are, you are, you are kind. Um, the, the mother is you, the, you, You've got you, a stable job You clearly make this woman Very happy Like There is nothing you, oh, like Their crime is dressing well Honestly and, and not being a fucking lunatic Like Watch it again I swear to god And it's like it's, But it's coded as he's the bad guy, like he's shot like the bad guy. Yeah. Like kind of sinister music. Yeah, nothing he says is bad, but he kind of says it in a slightly bad way. <laughs> yeah. Like I would, I would posit that there are a lot more movies like that. Yeah. And especially the other way around with a woman. Like yes. most of the time, the other woman is just like, <laughs> she's dating him, and I want him, and then she's she's the bitch now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and the only thing she does is she's like, oh, can you not kiss me right now? I'm wearing lip gloss. <laughs> <laughs> I hate her. I hate it so much. But yeah, uh, I don't. I think what this person is asking for mm. is, in no uncertain terms, a crime. Yes. Yeah. So, oh, yes. So to get back to this, uh, someone to be my alibi and cover up a story to bring my family back together. So basically, it's a, and, and they. I think it's a man who's looking for a woman. So I think it's like no, what? it's a man looking for a man. Oh, from preferably oh, from a male, male voice. voice. It sounds oh. like it's over the phone. Yeah. Yes. So I reckon it would be. Something like, oh, hello, yes. Uh, Detec- Detective Constable. Oh, um, I was uh, thinking, yes, I'm the reference for um, this new nanny of yours. Oh, like, right. Yeah, she did a very good job when she stayed with me. Oh, no. No, I thought, um, I thought it was going to be like, um, uh, Sergeant Peterson here, and uh, <laughs> I just wanted to let you know that your husband uh, d- is, is, is not the co-ed killer. <laughs> and I don't know what you've heard. He's just a very talented audiobook artist. <laughs> Or if it's just like, g'day, uh, Governor General here, just just, <laughs> just just calling from house to house, just letting you know that um, the decision made in the 70s to um, make no-fault divorce legal, we're appealing that. So, uh, 
So yeah, you, uh, you, we've you, had a long time to think about it. We've realised it was a bad idea, and we're actually uh, you can't uh, you can't divorce if, if you were thinking of divorcing your husband, oh, for example, if you, if you spent your life savings on a casino or something. <laughs> Oh man oh, This has been a delight And I'm really glad we got Has this- it been a delight Or has it been a series Of very upsetting things We've read out Well <laughs> for, for the amusement Of our oh, audience no. A series of very upsetting things we read out Was the working title For this podcast <laughs> <laughs> um, We ago. have a live show Did you know Did you know that I didn't know that We have a live show On December 17 At the Cafe Lounge In Sydney It's a Sunday afternoon It's going to start at 5pm uh, I can now confirm Yes That Thomas Ballard One Of the Come Tree episode <laughs> Will be present at that uh, I thought you were going to say well, of of that of, 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 of the, the camp? Of the, no, I was going to say you were going to say of the uh, nightly comedy show. But oh no, yeah, of tonightly. Yes, of, of the, the man of the who new... doesn't. But come tree skeptic Tom Ballard <laughs> and snack rejector. Yes, indeed. Tom Ballard. Snooty, um, snooty anyone Tom. else we got locked in? Uh, How not... are we going on? Um, former Governor General Quentin Bryce. I have sent emails out to uh, to, to their her? people, but yep. they have not responded. Okay. Oh. Well, that's a shame. Yes. Oh, um, wow. But it's going to be a lot of fun. Yes, um, so do come to. If you're a, if you're a secret billionaire, uh, if you're a member of the Secret Billionaires Club, which is our Patreon, which you can sign up to at patreon.com slash F-T-A-G-H. You can get in for free to that. For free! You can yes. just walk wow. in. Imagine all the plebs yeah. lining up lining with their little coppers. <laughs> with a handful of coppers. And you just <laughs> fucking waltz through and spit on them. I have to, at this point, really emphasize that you're not allowed to spit on them. <laughs> yeah, just generally. <laughs> like, um, yeah. We appreciate your money. But you can on glare at the <laughs> ball. <laughs> That's you, fine. You can, you can scoff, perhaps. Yes. You can say yuck. <laughs> yep, you can say yucko ducko as you walk in. <laughs> But no spitting, please. Um, Naomi, uh, I mentioned at the top of the show, and we did talk about how you've uh, you have you did write this with a, a noted, no, noted villain, uh, Hermione Marble. Villain. Yes. Noted villain that you don't deserve. Yes, exactly. Um, uh, it's called. Tell uh, us about your your this uh, series you wrote. It's called, called Why You Like This. Why you like this? Um, it's about. As upsetting as this past hour has been, I suppose. Um, My favourite compliment on it was my friend was like, oh, my God, I watched your show. It's amazing. It's disgusting. (laughs) Great. Um, Which it definitely is. uh, Fans of come and come related humour will enjoy it. Yes. Um, yeah, there's a lot of there's like there's 20 fresh buds up at the moment. I recommend you watch them all. They're amazing. They're on iView. Um, you have to prioritise. Yeah, ours is the only one that got um, even after the MA. Um, <laughs> warning, we got an extra warning that wow. was, some viewers may find this content offensive. <laughs> um, and then one that's like, no, really. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, no, I, okay, yeah. all right. If, would you say, your own risk. Would you say on a scale of one to ten, is it more or less offensive than suggesting someone's grandfather was the perpetrator of 9-11? <laughs> a <laughs> perpetrator of 9-11. Sorry. I'm not giving you that much credit. <laughs> 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 look, look, here's the thing. Here's the thing. What we wrote was fiction. Um, yeah. and, and so what, how do I watch it? Do I have to go to a video shop or something and rent it for yes. a lot of money? You've got to go to Blockbuster. <laughs> you wish. Um, no, you have to go to that. What, this would be good if I remembered what you called it. Where all the Blockbuster people are working. <laughs> yeah, the um, temple. Yeah, yes. yeah uh, you have to go to a temple, yes. um, mm-hmm. swing a sword around, <laughs> yep. um, and, then, like and, then you, and then you go on to your iview. Um, dot ABC. No, I don't know the URL, but um, yeah, it's on iview. Google yes. iview, you so if you, you are idiot. In Australia, or if you're one of those people overseas that has an Australian VPN, you can access it on the Ivy website, yeah. uh, ivy.abc.net.au, and you can search why you like this and watch. Um, How many apps you got up there? How many epideppies? 
Three. Three Ms. Three by five Mins. And let me tell you, I really much enjoyed it, but the character that was written, uh, uh, that's based on my girlfriend, mm -hmm. I think uh, is, is, is real good, but it's also real upsetting to see the person you love uh, uh, on screen saying horrible, horrible things uh, played by someone else. It's it's weird experience. I, I can imagine, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, I don't have anything to plug other than this bloody live show. Yes. Um, anything else? Do you not, nothing else? Oh, check out Dragon Friends if you'd like. Sure. All right. And Story Club, those yeah. two other things. All right. Well, this has been a delight. Thank you, Naomi, for doing this. Thank you so much for having Until me. Until next time, bye. Bye. Oh, if you like Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.